Hello and welcome back to another episode of the House of Growth. This week I spoke to Rachel Crookshank. Rachel is an energy and expansion coach. She's a qualified nutritional therapist, yoga and meditation teacher, and a somatic and embodied movement practitioner. She empowers women to live powerful and embodied lives by transforming themselves and their business by tapping into their soul's purpose. We spoke about the power of following your internal guidance, tapping into perhaps unknowable energies and how everyone can uncover wisdom by practicing surrender and living in a state of flow and also the obvious challenges of trying to practice that in the modern world. In my opinion, she's an amazing, deeply intuitive and wonderful person. So enjoy it. And if you want to connect with Rachel, her website and social media links are in the description below. Rachel, thank you so much for for being here today. I really appreciate it. How are you doing? I'm so well. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. You were just saying that you've um, just come back from a retreat and you're about to host the retreat and you've got uh, some travel coming up to, to America as well. Like what's, uh, tell me more. Yeah, I just had this, um, I mean, I've always loved traveling and being on the move, but I think for various reasons, which I'm sure we'll go into, um, the last probably year has really given me a, an opportunity to reevaluate what really matters to me and part of that is my purpose and my path and and what this world and what life not to get too deep too quickly but what what we're here for and what it's all about and I just had this urge to move and to be in different places and to explore different places and explore myself in different places so it's this kind of exploration of within me and outside of me all at the same time and you know, go to be in be at the ocean in one place and the mountains in another place. And yeah, just wanted to kind of get really up close and personal with life and with the world and explore it in different in different ways. So yeah, I've been away last week. I was um I was in Crete, I was in Greece, and then I've got a few other things coming up and people often are like well why or what's going to happen or why there and I'm like I don't know I just have this inclination within me like you have to go there and then I'll just book a flight and that is literally the way it is at the moment so it's it's exciting it's really exciting sounds it sounds like you're leading with uh, intuition and at the same time like leaning into like that like you said that inner and external exploration which is uh, what an exciting place to be it, it truly is. And it doesn't always make sense to me. So when people ask why, I'm like, well, I don't even know. All we have is, and I think this is a really nice time for me to get to know um, myself in this way of living, because this way of living feels really good to me. And it's like um, a playground, if you like, for other areas of my life, where I believe and the way that I choose to run my life and um my body and my business is through this sense of where where am I being called or what am I being called to do in fact just as I walk this morning as I do most days but I just had this kind of message come through which was just to ask like how can I be of service today like what will you have me do and I'm asking this higher power you know whatever you want to call that some people will call that God or source or spirit or the universe it doesn't really matter but I think 
for me, that's how it is at the moment. It's every single day, just taking time to, to stop and to slow down, to be still, to be quiet. And then just to say, what, where do I go? What do I do? What do I say in order to be of most service to myself and in being of most service to myself, also being of service to the world? Yeah, I love that. That's, that's so, so, um, so deep and so on point. And I, I love it. It's great. It's like, what I was hearing there is that idea that in order to uh, live our fullest life, we, we have to leave space for uh, invitation, you know, inviting in like what we are being asked to do. I think um, in my experience, like so many people and myself for large parts of my life, we kind of like develop this plan of where we want to go, what we want to do. And it really sort of creates that, in my experience, that creates a space for a shattering and things don't go to plan. And I think there's certainly elements of both are necessary, but creating some space and that sometimes like you are like really leaning into that, like invitation, like what am I being called to do? What am I being asked to do? Mm-hmm. Uh, it can often be where like the real magic in life lies in my experience. What about you? I mean, absolutely. I think it's not always easy because for me, and this is not the way I've always been, I used to be like trying to control everything, wanting to know all of the answers, wanting to know when, wanting to know how. And of course I still have moments and days where I have that. But I think what has happened through the work that I do through the kind of like exploration of my own self that I've been on and part of that has been traveling and not always traveling. Like I've obviously with COVID had a long period of time in stillness as well and not moving and not even going much further than the kind of my local area, which also has so many lessons as well, by the way. Um, But I think it's this kind of um, moment to realize like we're never gonna have any of the answers. And so when you come to that realization it's so freeing, some people might think that that's gonna be inhibiting, But when you come to this point of surrender of I'm not in control of anything really and truly, there is absolutely no plan here. Although we can make a plan, we have to also give that up to something bigger than us. I always say like, not my will, but thy will. And that comes from a pack of cards. And I pull that card all of the time because I'm like, I want it to work like this. And then there's some other route that I'm taken on. And so through that like experience that's happened many times, now I'm in this place where it's like, okay, that's like the rough place that I want to get to. And these are the rough goals that I want to achieve or the, the rough things that I wish to manifest and my desires. And they kind of feel like boxes in the distance to me. But rather than fixate onto those things, how can I just allow myself to be gently guided almost like um, like a river finding its way to the ocean. You know, the river doesn't follow the straightest path down the mountain. It has weaves and then bits join and bits leave and it goes off into a lake and then it, you know, and then it eventually finds its way. And that's a huge part of why I travel and why I explore different places because the world outside of us, nature especially, has so many lessons. Like we are nature, we are part of nature, but for so many reasons, we've separated ourselves from this world outside. And it's like, if we can just switch off the mind, drop down into the body, 
come to be part of the world outside that hopefully the natural world outside all of the answers are there the answers aren't where we try and find them which is like our own head our own mind our own puzzling the answers are there but they're often in the place where we're not expecting to find them and they're in the quietness like we said in the stillness and the 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 gentle curiosity of of okay like let me do this in a different way now and what I always say is for something to change something has to change and so if I go back in my life to where I was what I was doing most especially how I was feeling I wasn't feeling in the way that I wanted to and I wasn't feeling in the way that I knew I could feel and I saw other people feeling and looking amazing and it's like there was a disconnect and so I guess what it's been is this slow and steady kind of unraveling unlocking and then up leveling gently 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 to where I am and that didn't happen overnight yeah that's fantastic so much to unpack there and one of the things that one of the questions I have just on that is you just talking about literally going with the flow like the flow mm-hmm. of the river yeah. to, to the ocean to the connected ocean when you engage in life in that way how does that impact your experience of the journey there yeah well I'll give you an example this morning so I was walking and I left my phone in the car and um I walked somewhere where I know so um I kind of knew roughly how long I would be and that sort of thing so I I I had this kind of contained space where I, I felt pretty safe within it in terms of you know being here with you obviously like when you don't have your phone you don't have the time so I'm just walking and rather than having like a dictated path for my walk, I, I go into the park, I live just by this huge big park and I just go in and rather than taking a route that I always take, and there is a route that I will often take, this morning I went in and I was like, which way shall I go? And it's like, just go that way. So I walk that way. And it's like, not like, well, well then how long is that walk going to be or well where's that going to take me or well how how do I but then what you know like how the mind goes like but 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 you know all of the the questions that come up it's like okay let's see what happens so I take that route take that path did that the whole way and then I ended up to this like quite big pond um and there's this duck sitting in the very center of the pond literally the very center so still and so still, but obviously there's still some movement that these kind of like rings of like gentle vibration from that duck are like coming out perfect circular rings coming out from this duck. And so I'm looking at the duck and I'm like, wow, like that is literally, you know, for me, I speak about the kind of um, quantum world that we live in, how everything is energy, how everything is connected, how we have this power just even in this moment, even though I can't in this moment see the people who might listen or I I don't know who they are, I know that in every single moment of our day, we're kind of having that vibration, this energetic vibration that we're giving out. And it is literally for me, like the picture of this duck in the pond with these vibrating circular rings coming out. And that's kind of how I see every single human in the sense of we have this resonance, we have this frequency, we have a vibration. And that for me was the the visual image of what that is, that wherever we are in the world, we're kind of giving out this gentle, like almost like sonar pulse, you know, almost like what you might see on on some sort of, 
I don't know, like mechanical, you know, like some sort of radar thing or whatever. I don't know what it's called, but, and so that's for me what happens. So there's like two parts there, which is one, let me just use this next two hours to surrender to a journey of where I don't know where it's going to be. I don't know where I'm going to end up. I don't know what I will see, but it was beautiful and glorious. And I ended up in routes and places that I wouldn't usually go. And also I'm open and able to witness nature showing me a lesson that I needed to learn or remember or mm. be reminded of in that moment. And then it takes me then to the, my, my other parts of my life, maybe where I find that less easy. Um, other parts where I want to control it. Say for instance, now I come and I'm like, well, I have these 10 things that I need to do in my day for my business, let me just say. But I have this reminder this morning of like, when you just surrender and say, okay, what next? Okay, where next? Okay, what should I do now? And not should I do in terms of like the societal impression of what should I do, but I'm asking like the universe, like what should I do now? And I just get this nudge like either to send an email or to put a post up, or it might be something completely counterintuitive, like taking a rest, taking a break, going, sometimes I have it like go and sit in this random cafe, not even that close and work from there today. And it will be there that I see something that inspires something else. And so it's like following breadcrumbs, not knowing where it's going to end up but knowing that where you will end up will be exactly where you're supposed to be and probably even better a, a destination than what you could have imagined. If you're enjoying this episode of the podcast, check out some others. You might like Stephanie Vachon. She's known as the Joy Coach and is an energy healer. She's fantastic. You might also like Carolyn Brown. That's the most listened to episode of the House of Growth. I've also got some really, really good episodes coming up. And if you'd like early access and to be notified when those are being released, head over to my website, auroralifecoaching.com. It's super easy. Hit create account in the top right of any page, put in your name and email address, and I'll contact you once a month with new releases and information about my coaching packages. Yeah, totally. I did a post recently and I said your purpose will give you, uh, will leave you breadcrumbs, not Google map instructions, you know, yeah. so you're like following those breadcrumbs. And I, I know I uh, intuitively understand what you're speaking about. And I, I have experience of that as well. Um, and I think, I don't know about you, but I noticed myself ignoring that voice a lot of the time. And I think that once you've practiced following that voice a little bit, that internal guidance, another way of putting it, mm. it's, uh, and it, and it leads to something special, something magical, which it often does. Then there's always this stage of like it coming up and you've been like, Oh no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do mm. this. instead. I'm going to do this. So like the, and we will get to talking about your, your work in a minute. I'm, I'm really interested to get to that, but I just want to, I really want to stick with this. The, do you have those experiences still of that voice sort of nudging you, that internal guidance guiding you and you being like, no, like I really need to send this email now. Like this is important and I'm going to do this. I think, I think yes. I mean, I know yes, because I'm in it, but I think it's never going to go away either because we're not living in a bubble. We're not living in like a vortex that we're always in interaction with. And I'm, a deep empath I'm extremely sensitive to other people's energies and the world around me as well so for me I feel I will always have and I think everybody will always have you know the the ego sounds in the mind um the 
what should I do the conditioned route the pattern and whilst that does change absolutely it changes the voice changes the the urgency of the voice changes I think because what what happens is we get to know another voice which is a calmer softer more nurturing voice which for me is the voice of like my soul or spirit talking to me and I think absolutely sometimes like source spirit soul whatever you want to call it says do this and I'm like oh like I want to do that today or I want to do this today or like sometimes it happens when I'm like again let me just talk about walking because that's often where I like for me physical movement I bring it in a lot and I'll be like ready to go home now I'm like I'm tired I've done I've done my time and then it's like no no no, take this route over here and I'm like it's the opposite direction and so you do always have a choice right you always have a choice but I think what changes is it comes down to a decision like how do you want to live what's your commitment in this life how do you want to feel in your day and I know that this like infinite spirit is is more wise than me and I know there's a bigger plan for my life and I think what I have got to the stage of is now I have committed to that unraveling so resolutely um, that I can stand there for a minute and I can hear the voice like go that way and I can hear the voice like go that way. And I know that I have a choice and I ultimately know whichever route I take is going to be perfection because that is the route that will lead to that path unraveling in front of me. So in that sense, there's not a right or wrong, but I think for me in this moment, what's coming up is like, we have a choice to take radical responsibility of ourselves to lead ourselves. So I think what I want to make clear is there's not a right or a wrong, which path that you take. And yet, if you've made a commitment to something bigger or to feeling the best you can feel or to letting as many people in the world hear your purpose or whatever it might be, and I think for me, that that commitment for me is, is to live the fullest life possible and to take whatever step in the most radical, responsible way, leading myself to become in every single moment, the best version of me, the fullest version of me, the wholest version of me, so that I can then be the best coach that I can be in my world, the best daughter I can be for my mother, the best sister I can be for my siblings, the best friend that I can be, the best partner I can be, all of these things. But that starts with me. And so when I hear that voice, like, go that way, I would say 99% of the time I go that way. And of course, I don't always. And the other part, maybe the 1% is the part where I just don't listen. I don't have the space to hear because I'm busy or because I'm distracted or because I'm being human in that moment. Um, so, yeah, we don't have to do anything. But I think if there's a commitment for what you want in your life and how big and how extraordinary and how spectacular you want your life to be, which it, I truly believe it can be for everybody, then that's the point where it's like, I really don't want to go that way, but I'm going to go that way because I'm being called there and just trusting that it will take you to where you're next meant to be.
yeah absolutely and what that what that evokes in me is you know because i work with a lot of clients around like purpose as well and yeah. you know you'll know as a coach that you know once people like tap into or agree with themselves that they want to live a more fulfilled life or get clear on their purpose that and and, and what it evokes in me is that idea that like living your purpose and living a your a life where you're your best version of yourself for yourself and for others yeah it's that it that it is work it is constant work i think that there's this sometimes there's this perception that like living your purpose as it were and i would say that i'm much further down the line of living my purpose now as a coach than i have been at most periods in my life there mm -hmm. is this misapprehension that it's easy it's <laughs> going to be like chill and flow and like zen is the word that comes up a lot um but it's not like it's hard like it requires work like this you're talking about surrender was the word that was coming up for me but it i think it becomes much easier to do that work when we are aligned with purpose and we like have a wider vision doesn't mean it's easy but it does mean that we are able to go beyond our perceived limitations if we tap into that energy of uh purpose and in some cases surrender and connectedness mm. i think in some ways it's harder because you're not doing the thing or for me, I felt that there's times when I'm I'm doing such a different thing from so many people around me. And obviously that changes the more you then start to meet people who are doing similar things. And I think that's a really important part of the journey, especially at the beginning, when I started to have more friends who were in a similar world or thought the same thing, it became easier, I think. But we're doing things, or at least for me, the way that I make decisions from this place that just doesn't make sense, that people are like, well, why? Or how did you come to that decision? I'm like, well, I don't know. Like, it just was this thing that in my head and I've just booked a flight and they're like, okay, so what are you gonna do there? And I'm like, I don't really know. But I know that, and I believe that different parts of the world have these um, like, uh, um, like activation lines, you know, like my soul like needs to return to certain places. I mean, that's going super existential. So maybe again, we'll just like take it down a notch for now. But I truly believe when it's like, go to this place, whether it's around the corner from here or whether it's on the other side of the world, that there is some purpose that I don't know. And I maybe will never know even when I'm there, but something will activate and unlock within me, you know, swimming in a certain ocean holds a certain energy different parts of the world places everything holds energy but there's something in me that needs to connect with that energy so I think in that sense for me it's harder because so many people don't understand the way that I'm doing things and that can sometimes feel like that side of things can feel hard for me but I think it's a shift and when there's a shift and there's a commitment to a shift of perspective, of paradigm, of thought process, of the way you're living, again, when you're in the middle of that, like, like, um, like recalibration period, I think also that can be quite hard for the human, for our emotional space. But I'm in this place right now where I feel everything that I do I get to decide the energy that I put into it. And actually in that sense, nothing really feels hard for me. Not because 
it doesn't take focus and it doesn't take commitment and I spend many hours planning and I work with different team members and things like that and sometimes like the radical responsibility can be hard but we also then get to decide on the other side of that radical responsibility like okay I have this day in front of me I have like this session with you and then I've got a couple of coaching sessions later I've got a group session how do I go into those sessions? Do, go, do I go into it like, oh, this is so hard and I've got so many things to do? Or do I go into it knowing that I've moved my body this morning, not that I've connected with myself this morning, knowing that, knowing that I've eaten nourishing food, that I've had a really good sleep. And actually for me, it just feels like a complete joy to be here. It doesn't feel hard. And that's not the case every single day. This is definitely today, you know, I have good energy in my body, but there's also, if things are feeling hard and as someone out there is feeling like things are feeling hard, question why are they feeling hard? Because likely there's something that's out of alignment behind that step, right? So if I showed up to you today to record this podcast and it was feeling hard, well, have I, you know, shown up for myself before the moment that we started recording? Because the chances are, if it did feel hard or if it didn't feel like I wanted to be here, well, why have I said yes? Why am I here? You know, but the truth is I've, I've got to this stage now where I know what my body needs most of the time. I have time to check in and ask it what it needs every day. And when I do that, and when I commit to that, when I I commit to myself first and foremost and showing up as the fullest version of me, actually things don't feel hard and I get to choose that they're not going to be hard. Mm. Yeah. So that, that feeling of like, Oh, this is hard all the time. And I'm really being challenged. is like, that's a message from within being like, you know, I'm a wife, but what are you doing that you think that you should not be doing? What are you not doing that you should be doing? You know, like ask those sorts of questions of oneself. Right. Yeah, we get to go into something and struggle with it. Like, for instance, if my soul said, do this, I could either just be like, okay, I'm in. Or I could sit here for three hours and be like, but why? And and again, this is a process. This is a journey. This is an evolution. It will probably not happen overnight, although it could. But for me, like releasing struggle is a big part of, I think, my soul's journey that I'm learning in this life. Just to release struggle. You know, I had to pay some parking tickets this morning and it's been a saga. And I've just got to this point where I was like, this is taking up more energy trying to get to the bottom of it. Just pay. It's 500 pounds of parking tickets. Right. So either I could stay in this this struggle with the situation or I just said to the guy, just give me the number. I'm going to pay it right now because you know, although that's like, okay, it's a lot of money, it's parking tickets, the things I could do with 500 pounds in this moment, I would love to be able to put that to something else. But I just thought that's every single moment we have this choice. Do we just say, I'm just going to surrender, I'm going to release this, I'm going to release me, I'm going to take off these, you know, this, this harness that I'm putting myself in. Or I can, I could have stayed in the conversation with this man probably for more months, you know, I could have stayed in the back and forth, but I just, I don't want to. I want that space. I want that time for something else. So I'm going to release the struggle. I'm going to let it be easy. And I'm just going to, you know, pay the money. Let it go. Yeah, I'm no longer going to savor this pity like a fine wine. I'm going to just sling it out. Love it. And for the record, I do not want to dial this down. We should dial the extension. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm ready. Keep it going. Um, I will because, um, you know, I would love to talk a little bit about your work as well. Yes. And um, because, you know, I've, I've, you know, followed you on Instagram for the Instagram on Instagram for a little while. Your content's awesome. It's really absorbing and there's just so much depth to it. Um, and in terms of your work, you, you know, it's, which I think is fantastic. There's no putting you in a box, which I think is great because a box will eventually at some point limit us. But from, from my observations, you work, I, I saw on your website, I think you work with women to be the boldest, bravest, brightest versions of themselves. And you work with many, many disciplines like health, wellness, nutrition, mm-hmm. you offer coaching, retreats, and you talk about astrology and spiritual growth, growth and, and manifestation as well. So there's just so much depth. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit about how you work with clients? Yeah, um, it is difficult because I, I there is so many different modalities there. And like you say, you can't put me in a box. But what is interesting is I often try and put myself in a box. I often feel those voices of like, well, what is it? And what do I do? And how do I say it? And how do I package it? And I'm definitely at the point now where I'm like, there is no box like we're we're all the way out of the box but it is also I think an interesting reflection maybe for people listening to this that yeah there's always there's been moments where you hear put put yourself in a niche and things like that which I don't agree with um so my work started originally with nutrition and with with movement with yoga through my own experience of of my body and life and how I was feeling um and it really started with a personal exploration um which showed me that healing is is so possible um, on so many different levels. And that I think for, and what it started with me for was literally healing. Like I wanted to feel well in my physical body, in my emotional body. And when I started my journey, I wasn't. Um, I wasn't feeling well in, and I wasn't well, to be honest, in my body at all. And so it started with this exploration of like, okay, well, how can I use herbal medicine? How can I use nutrition as medicine? How can I use movement as medicine? And it started off with, with healing with this kind of, but that was like the foundation level for me. That was like step one. And then when I got to that stage, then I was like, oh, okay, like I'm feeling pretty good. And what I realized was I can feel good eating food is medicine absolutely and food helps us feel well but there is more to it than that in that um it's all about sorry it's a it's like a an accumulation of emotional and energetic as well so I started off very much physical talking to clients about their bodies start talking to clients about nutrition talking about the physiological things And then we'd get somewhere, but then I would find myself saying, but like, tell me about your relationships and tell me about your stress levels and tell me about how your sleep is. And what I realized is that then these more emotional spaces and how we were feeling, how we perceived the world, how we perceived ourselves, how our emotional frequency was, was such also a huge defining factor around at the time I was doing a lot of gut health and a lot of um, hormonal health with women, which I still include. So I was like, okay, so the food is good, but we also need to look at the emotions. 
And then for me, the third level was then really tapping into to energy. And that's where the more astrological um, side of things come, because depending on what's happening with the planets, what's with the moon, with the sun cosmically, I really, truly feel that there is an impact on our energy. And also within the energy, there's like our thoughts, our belief systems, um, how, again, how we perceive the world, but on an energetic level. And so for me now, very simply, my work is, and I believe my purpose is here to unlock a woman's sacred gifts. And in order to do that, we use the physical body, we use the emotional body, we use the energetic body. And it's kind of like pulling those three modalities together within which there is so many like micro modalities, let's just say, and other techniques and methods that I use. But it's ultimately pulling together kind of like the three bodies into one and raising the overall frequency or vibration to ultimately just feel the best that we can feel. Because, and this is where the evolution of my work has happened, the way I see and the way I experience the world is that when I am in the best place possible, whatever that means for me, and it's going to mean something different for you than it means for me, and it's going to mean something different for every single person in the world. But when I am ultimately, let's just say, the best version of me that I can be, then what I attract in is the best version of everything else in, in the world. I have deeper, more loving conversations with friends. I have more fun. I, I can show up more fully for my clients. They, their transformation journey is, is even more powerful than it ever used to be in a like micro amount of time than what we used to spend. And so like, so then to tap more into the energy, I see that every person is the beginning and end of their own world. And that everything that exists in my world is an extension of me. So the length of my arm will dictate what I can reach. And ultimately then it's like almost just lengthening my arm, lengthening my arm, lengthening my arm so I can reach more, so I can feel more, so I can experience more, so I can welcome more sensation into my body, welcome more joy into my body. And that is what I do with clients. It's just taking them to the best place that they can be so that they can create whatever it is that they want in their life. For a lot of them, it's business. Um, they have similar kind of businesses to me or they're just starting a business journey um I think that's mostly where my clients are now it used to be a lot of um like more in the physical trying to get pregnant and things like this mm. um but yeah now it's like this it's almost like I've just swept up all of the work that I've been doing and it's all included but it's it's so powerful I think now because I think having that understanding that I now have of the body and the world and us as a being, an energetic being has been completely game-changing for me. Yeah, and it feels like that, just looking at everything you're putting out there, it feels like a life's work. It feels like a holistic approach and it, it resonates with me deeply. Uh, you know, I originally trained to become a coach to like enhance my corporate job and mm -hmm. I trained as a, a life coach and you know it's actually throughout the coach training process that I realized that in order to heal myself and be the best version of myself in order that I can help clients heal and grow that we like have to have everything on the table we have to like 
uh, in my work, there's like six energy centers. It's physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, social, environmental. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's like a framework, but it's like, oh, like we can't just like look at a few of these centers. We also can't just look at work. We can't just look at, okay, well, like how can you improve your practice? How can you like get to the next level at, at work? It needs to be like a holistic approach. And that was the mm -hmm. one thing that I was like, okay, like, if you really, and, and that was, you know, the, the, the universe speaking to me, you know, I was saying like, if you really want this, you've got to like let all of this go and like go all in on it. Cause that's, that was what was coming up for me. And so, yeah, it really resonates that we have to have everything on the table like that. If we are to, to grow, um, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's interesting. Cause when I started the nutrition, um, so I'm a, a qualified nutritionist in naturopathic nutrition, and the kind of one of the main principles of naturopathic nutrition is everything in the body is connected. But then it's like, so for me, my body and my life is like I said, like the playground now for the world. For me, it's like every single body is this um, condensed experience of the whole entire cosmos. You know, we are, I believe, the expression of divine consciousness within every single cell of our body just as the sun is an expression of the divine consciousness in the tree. So the way that I now see the body is that everything is connected just as I did before, but more than that, everything in the world is connected, which is going back to that analogy of the duck and the little like rings coming out of the duck. Everything in the world is connected and everything in the world is responding to us. And me my frequency my vibration my um like energy sequence that i give out which we can't see but we feel and we we communicate with on a feeling subtle level which is again for a lot of people they're like but where's the evidence and i can't see it and i can't hear it but we can and we we feel it you know we we get that sense of people why do we you know instinctively go and look at that person or speak to that person at a party and not that person you know it's because we're we're attracted on on some magnetic energetic level so if everything is responding to me then all i need to do is every single day in every single choice say what will raise my vibration and let me choose that you know when i'm eating my breakfast in the morning it's like what can i you know include here so that I can feel the best and obviously I know about nutrition so I think about fiber and, and fruit and vegetables and not too much sugar and all these sorts of things so I feel like all of the things that I've learned have provided this education and information which has been very important to now feed into this bigger picture of well everything's energy everything is a vibration and my only job I believe is to listen and be quiet and follow source but within that also choose the option that will serve my highest good and in serving my highest good I will serve the world from that place and I think that's a huge paradigm shift because the way that we've seen it before is what can I do what can I do what can I do if there's an output then I will have achieved something if there's a quantifiable thing then I'll have achieved something if I've made this much money then I'll have achieved something and actually it's like I can just sit here and maybe not even say anything for an hour, be on the podcast in silence and trust that the energetic frequency that we've exchanged will have impacted somebody, maybe even more profoundly than my words. Mm. Mm. It's like leaning into that. 
what is unknown? You know, there's so much that is unknown. We only have a very, very limited amount of set of instruments with which to engage with the world. Even our uh, mind has limitations placed upon it in terms of what we can understand. Uh, we know there are things that exist, scientific forces at play that our mind can't hold. Mm. Um, you know, like in quantum physics, for example, any qualified quantum physicist would say if someone tells you they understand quantum physics they definitely don't like no yeah. one does it's like yeah. we accept and like dark matter and all of these things and you know these are scientific demonstrable realities that we can't hold our mind can't hold them so like why on earth would it be like relevant to say well I don't know, there's not much evidence of this and i don't know about that it's about leaning into the fact that there are things that we don't know and ultimately we will never know them unless we kind of lean into them and give them a chance and like see what can come from them if we if we start to be guarded by you know just other parts of ourselves. sometimes to start with just very subtly you know yeah and I think it's finding the evidence ourselves you know yeah. the evidence doesn't necessarily exist in the way that other people want to see it or the other other people um might say well well that's good enough to go in I don't know like a scientific journal but when I start to for, again just the walk this morning I just start to surrender to something bigger than me I follow a path I follow a path I follow a path I have the most beautiful walk I have the most fantastic ideas while I'm walking um you know some dots have been joined together for me and some moves that I'm going to be making in my business and in my life and so I'm like well there's the evidence there's the you know? evidence. and the evidence yeah. doesn't need to be something physical but mm. I I choose that that's going to be my evidence today that I am now living in alignment I choose that the way I feel in my body right now which is like I don't know if in this moment I could feel any better I choose that that's going to be the evidence that that I'm doing things right if I was sitting here with a headache or feeling really pissed off or feeling really frustrated that would be evidence that something's out of alignment and then I just need to look at that and get curious about that and create change I don't know, in my day or, or in my morning tomorrow, for instance, you know, if I've had three coffees this morning and I'm feeling a little bit twitchy, that the case, something's out of alignment there. So it's literally just, and, and if someone's listening and they want to start tapping into this, just put your hands on your heart right now and ask your body how it's feeling, feel how it's feeling. If I'm like, like twitchy or can't focus, or I'm like, okay, I'm kind of done now. I want to go. These are all little moments of evidence for me of how I'm feeling which maybe is good and maybe is not good at its very simplistic level. Um, and then within that, there's an opportunity to just slowly, like we hear the term in this world a lot, like um, like nudge the needle, move the needle. And that's all we have to do is just these small, subtle, like I see us as like creators with a ball of clay in front of us. And every single day we just mold that ball of clay in a slightly different direction until we're like, yes, that's that's exactly how I wanted it to look but that ball of clay is our entire life. So all we have to do is each day, just slowly, slowly, slowly mold this ball slightly differently, you know, just take a little edge off there or just add a little bit on here or just, you know, hug it in a little bit there. That's all I do in my life. But when I feel good, then I'm like, okay, I'm doing that's then I'm in alignment. You know, it's really, a, and I choose that to be my evidence to go back to, to that point. You know, that's, that's where I take my evidence from. And of course, then from that place, the more metric quantifiable evidence will come as well in terms of the, the clients I'm bringing in. But also for me, it doesn't matter so much about 
of course the, the quantifiable thing matters the number of people of course that matters to an extent but it matters more that I'm working with the right sort of person the person that feels aligned for me because that also has a huge impact on my energy my mood my emotions my my everything so it's 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 all energy it's all energy yeah and uh, so what I'm hearing you there is like say there is like just becoming more of you like tapping into more of you yeah you know allows you to attract in just the right of people right amount of people you know I say one of the foundation principles in the framework that I work with is energy attracts like energy and you know if you like allow yourself to express yourself as authentically as possible which is like similar to what you were saying in terms of like looking deeply within and, and allowing to allowing to the surface whatever is coming up yeah then you you will attract those people that are on the same frequency as you that are into the same things as you into the same things as you and ultimately are you know looking for what you have to offer and you are offering something that only you can offer because of the way you are offering it Yeah, a hundred percent. It makes sense. I think the place where it gets interesting is when we start to tap into the unconscious frequencies because we have what we know in this moment, you know, and I know what I know in this moment, but there's lots that I don't know, you know, the, the unconscious mind, the, the less obvious, the even more subtler parts of my body. And the easiest way to work out what those are is saying, what is present in my life right now? That is something that I've attracted but if it's not what you want, or if it's not happening in the way that you you think you want it, then it's possibly starting to think about also what's happening in the unconscious or the less conscious spaces, um, which is again where I, I kind of work with with astrology. I work with visualization. I work with um, like psychic mentors and things like that because for me that allows me to explore also the the subtler or less conscious parts of my body which I think is possibly even more important because it's like it's 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 something that's it's like having an invisible driver in the driver's seat and you don't know where you're going it's like the like you said like the sat nav is there and you're being taken to a destination but you don't know who's the driver and that's like the unconscious mind it's someone is driving us something is driving us but the unconscious is there and we can't see it and we don't know what it is. So also starting to get to know that. So I think if someone out there is like, yeah, but why is this happening? Why is this happening? Well, it's an uncomfortable truth maybe, but it could be something within the unconscious mind or the unconscious space that that could be looked at. You know, we are the makers, the creators of our destiny. And when it's not going in the way we want, it can be frustrating and be annoying. But for me, that is an opportunity just to like, you know put our hand back in the bucket and see what we come up with see what's in there yeah definitely and uh, I love what you said there about that very straightforward practice of just like putting your hand on your heart just closing mm. down your eyes and and uh just feeling into like what's going on in there uh, yeah. very like simple very straightforward very profound practice can you share any other like tools that either you use or you share with clients to kind of like help them to you know feel better practice regularly to kind of like elevate their energy levels or anything really that you know helps people day to day yeah so I think it starts with um 
observation awareness a gentle curiosity into your own body so um you know sit and think about your being think about your body think about um you know for women how is their menstrual cycle it's very important guide i find to to tell me because it's constantly happening not just when we're bleeding or not just when we're ovulating this this constant um sort of cycle and season that we can tap into you can also think about the wider context of your life your relationships um your home your work and things like that so you can almost start with like the hands-on heart audit for your whole entire life and for some people it might feel good to literally go through every part of their life and not rate it but you could put a score against it you know 10 is how I want it to be and that would be like you know that would feel joyful and that would feel easy and that would feel connected or however else it is that you want to feel and then look at all the areas of your life and say does it feel like that does it feel easy does it feel connected does it feel joyful does it feel abundant and look at all of the areas of your life and if there's a part where it's like well I want to feel joyful and right now I feel sad okay well let's look at that part what can we do to change that so if that's you know or let's just take the body and say that there's not very much energy in the body okay, well, what can you do to raise your energy? And for me, then I would be looking to give advice nutritionally and, and supplementally looking at herbal medicine, but also looking at like our structures and our routines, looking at our sleep, of course, looking at our waking up, like our cycles, our routines in the morning and the evening. But I would be also saying, well, where is the specific parts that don't feel good? And maybe that's a specific part of the body. Maybe that's a specific part of your world. It's like, I feel exhausted when I see this person. Okay, well, let's look at that. So everything is just this, like, I, the way I often describe it and the way I see it is right now in your life. And if you're listening and you want to like close your eyes and see this tapestry in front of you. And the tapestry is this like woven thread of what your life looks like. It's like the snapshot image of your life in this moment. You've got you there in work, you've got you there in home, you've got you there in your relationships, you've got you there with yourself in your body and your being. And each like representation is an image of how it is. And if any part of that tapestry of your life is not looking how you want it to, then it's literally like, okay, we, we zoom into that part and we just gently like pull the threads and say like, okay, well, what's happening there? Okay, what's happening there? And we just gently unthread it and my work is this, like I said, like an unraveling and unthreading of the parts that don't feel so good and re-threading it back together with new information, new knowledge, new wisdom. And part of that might be new routines or new patterns or new belief systems or new programs. But what you'll find is that the thread of that will also be connected to the thread of everything else of that tapestry. So I think for someone who just wants to feel better, start to think about very simply the parts that don't feel good right now and get very honest with yourself about why they don't feel good. And there may be uncomfortable truths there, you know, friends who we've been friends with for 30 years, but we're going in this direction and they feel in that direction. So, you know, we have sometimes to make uncomfortable choices around decisions. And this is where deep stories and emotions can come up around guilt around shame around fear embarrassment resentment all of these things you know well who am I to tell that friend of 30 years that I no longer want to see them you know or if I do this or if I take that step in my business I will be rejected by my family because they won't understand so that's where I feel working with a coach is the game changer because we can often see 
we know what doesn't feel good in our life. Every single person knows what doesn't feel good in their life, but it is the, and, and sometimes you can also know how, but it's like having the reflection of someone else or someone else who's been through those motions. That's all really a coach is, I feel, is someone who has been through the motions that you want to take and they get to guide you in that space um, and help you unravel that thread and reweave it just a little bit quicker. You know, I work with a coach and I said to her the other day, I could have got to where I am by myself, but it probably would have taken me 30 years rather than six months, you know, um, so yeah, I hope that answers the question, but I think it's, I think it's ultimately a gentle curiosity, a radical honesty, and then a leading oneself with or without a coach, but it's definitely easier to do it with a coach. <laughs> it definitely is. And, and, you know, like me and you are both coaches, so we would say that, but you know, I don't know anyone that's worked with a coach and be like, well, oh, that was a bad idea. I really didn't go in the direction that I wanted to go. And then, you know, you really do get laser focused uh, providing you pick the right coach and that's what 100 percent. and you'll know like the feeling will be in your body like yeah this is the right person same with the therapist same with any practitioner that you work with therapist yoga teacher you know reiki healer it doesn't matter what the person is and it's exactly the same with our friends right there's lots of people in the world i don't want to be friends with all of them i don't want to hang out with all of them because yeah. you know some of them are my people and some of them aren't and that's okay and that's what I think is so funny, like just circling it back to like internal guidance is like that is that internal guidance. And there are some places where people access it so easily, yes. you know, like the it's almost a societal saying like, oh, like when you're buying a new home, like it's so important buying a new or like buying a new home, renting a new home, whatever, just moving. And you're like, oh, you'll know, you'll know when it's the right place. And you do, like everyone knows that. Everyone's had that advice. Everyone's felt it. Everyone's bought, like moved into the wrong place and been like, oh yeah, you know, it's just like, wasn't the right place. I knew it when I moved in. It's like, yeah, that's that's what internal guidance is. Mm. This is what you need to dial into. That's what you need to dial up. And same with like friendships and, and everything else. But I think in that example, sometimes it's either like, well, it's this or it's this. And I actually had a conversation with a friend just yesterday and I said, you know, there's not just two options here. There's an infinite number of options, which is sometimes like annoying because it's like, well, I don't know what all the options are, but I think there's also that, you know? So if someone is listening and they've tried to find a house and they've never found a house that feels good, well, maybe they're just not meant to move into the house right now. Maybe it's, you know, to be, to be somewhere completely different. So also, um, you know, to, to remember that it's not just A and B. And I have some friends who who have a lot of air in their charts and I'm always fascinated by how many options they can give to a, a situation because I have a fire and it can be very focused. I'm an Aries. And so sometimes I'm like, well, it's this or it's this. So which one is it? One has to be right and one has to be wrong. But actually not that either of them need to be right or wrong, but it could just be that there's a completely other, other different option as well. So in that sense, it's again, taking ourselves out of the box and, and unfixating from the end destination and maybe getting clear on, for me, I always think about the energy that I want to feel. And if the en word energy for some people, they don't like it. How do you want to feel? Like, what do you want to feel in your day? Get clear on that and then change anything that does not feel that way. If you want to feel joy every single day of your life, look at your life right now and say, what doesn't feel joyful? And it's like, well, my job doesn't feel joyful, but it's a job and da, da, da. we'll change that belief system. And then you just go through that sequence of events one by one or many by many. And that's as simple as it is. What do I want to feel? What does not feel that right now? Well, there's a misalignment, a case of what can I do to make change so that there's now a realignment. And that's what we do every single day. 
Great summing up. I love it. And um, how? tell us about all the different ways in which uh, people can work from you just as we're sort of getting to, getting to the end of this wonderful chat. Oh, yes. Um, I mean, there's lots of different ways. Um, obviously, I have one to one and I have um, group spaces. But for me at the moment, a space of mine that feels really powerful is um, my membership portal, which is called the Activation Portal. Um, it's a monthly rolling membership. So especially if people are maybe new to my space, you can join whenever you want. You can stay for as long as you want, as long as you need, as long as feels right. Um, and it feels really powerful because there's so much in the portal already. Um, and the kind of the way that I describe it is it's like finding you, the true you, but then like turning you all the way on, like switching on all of the light switches within you. Um, hence the word activation. Um, but also within that, I have live masterclasses, master series that I host within that space as well. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's so powerful. Even just literally just before I joined you today, I just got a message in the WhatsApp group from someone who'd said, you know, they've just finished one of the series and how, you know, incredible it had been for them and that they were ready to watch it all away again. And I think that's something really important to remember as well, because we so often read a book or, um, you know, watch a, watch a masterclass or take a workshop or something like that. But for me, having it within that space where it could be rewatched whenever is so powerful because you take on something different each time. You're a different person each time that you watch it. Um, in my yoga practice and when I'm teaching, I often say, like, the first thing I'll say is, like, who are we today? Get to know this body, get to know this heart because we're something different every single morning. Um, so, yeah, so I think if people are just new to my world, maybe check out the activation portal, um, that membership space. There's so much within their meditations and series, standalone sessions, and it's kind of looking at the 360 approach. So there's nutritional things on there. There's hormonal things on there. But there's things about emotional release um, energy shifting, energy clearing, um, mindset things to, to up level and things like that as well. So, yeah, we've got all of the different levels. It's very fun. Yeah. <laughs> and do you, where can people find you on social media? Do you have a newsletter? How about people that are just curious and wanna wanna just follow you from from that space? Yeah, I love to connect with people. So please, like, send me a message, DM me, voice note me. I love to hear from people about where you're at and what you're doing. So Instagram is the best place at Rachel Crookshank with an underscore at the end. And my website is www.rachelcrookshank.com. And I also have my own podcast, which is called Human Being to Whole Being. Um, um, where I kind of speak to lots of different guest experts and this series that I've just started is all about opening up a conversation about like taboo topics I don't really like the word taboo but topics that we find generally to be quite uncomfortable as a society and topics that have induced feelings or um, emotions of shame of guilt of fear of embarrassment and actually having this conversation because we're all experiencing all of these things all of the time and it's when we hold on to the emotion that it, we make it mean something about us and our world so yeah inviting the expression and release of these things through conversation um so yeah you'll find it all on my instagram great this has been wonderful thank you so much i really appreciate you i really appreciate your time uh i feel energized i feel illuminated and um yeah it's been this has been excellent thank you thank you for having me no worries. Um, let's do this again sometime. Come on the show or maybe we'll do an IG live and talk some more about shame and grief and, and all of these other things. Let's keep the conversation <laughs> yeah. going.
makes me think of Game of Thrones, the shame bell. But yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll release it. We'll release it all. <laughs> right. Well, um, see you again soon. Thank you so much.